Yeah, I was on a run the other day listening to a lot of these bands like Power Man 5000. Remember that? <laughs> I haven't heard that name in forever. Get up, get up, yes. drop the bombshell, get up. Oh my and God. And I was listening to Mudvayne, Dig. Mudvayne, yeah. Dig, Mary <laughs> I was like, this music is fucking great, dude. Oh man. All right, let's jump in. Season four. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> this is my last resort. Suffocation. I love a good acapella though. I know. <laughs> I love it. This riff is great though. It is. Super wide. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, do you remember at this time period that was like the string quartet tribute? Records were like popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wonder yeah. if they oh, yeah, string yeah, quartet yeah, yeah. tributes to Papa Roach. It'd probably be good. Yeah, I bet it would be really good. Nice rhyme. <laughs> it's, it's funny because listening to this back in like 2000 or whatever, we'd be like, oh, this guy can't rap for shit. But because rap has gotten so bad and unskilled, <laughs> but like I, when I was listening to, to this and like Limp Bizkit Nookie, I was like, damn, Fred Durst, he's got some rhymes. <laughs> It's like, I guess I'll, I'll save this for asking you some questions about the mix, but like, how's the palm muting sound as beefy and loud as like the open riff? It does. It's this weird thing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yes. Is the halftime part coming up? Oh, yeah, yeah I love this part. Nothing's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like the, it's a cool little drum part because like the kick drum stays in cut time. Oh, nice! I guess, but it's like still going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like um, early two thousands rock harmonies. I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta whisper. have the whisper. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, so cringy sometimes. <laughs> you know what though? It was nice to hear some songs that were like. Where the cringe was in there, yeah, you know, I know what I mean? Like I music has gotten very cool, yeah. And it was nice to hear something that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to listen to this, a podcast in which we explore songs we like, we research what they mean, how they're recorded, why they're written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. This season, season four of Listen to This. Welcome, we did it. Thanks for listening. This season, we're going to be focusing on our favorite early 2000s rock songs. I, before we even get started, like a couple of the songs we did came out in 99. Um, do you think the 99s are the early 2000s? Definitely. Right? I don't know how to explain that any yeah. other way. And I don't know how much of it is because everyone was so worried about Y2K. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Y2K, Y2K. Did your family do weird Y2K stuff? I don't think no, we, we did it. No, no. I think it was like people that were like worked more in like finance were probably yeah. worried about it. I remember the know? Family Guy episode. That's yeah. like about, mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. I wish something had happened. Mm-hmm. Today's episode is about the classic, classic Last Resort by Papa Roach. I wish this was a hotel. The Last Resort, next to Hotel California. (laughs) Nice, 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 dude, nice. I like that. Released on March 7, 2000, this was first featured on the Ready to Rumble soundtrack. Maybe that's why I'm like, uh, I have two vivid memories about this song. Yeah. One of them might be that video game, but another one is like during this age, early 2000s, we were kind of into skateboarding. Yeah. 
kind of into now listen to how lame this is rollerblading yeah like extreme rollerblading yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. got the grind plates and my neighbor <laughs> gave me a cd he was much older than us the older neighbor it was of the course. older neighbor um but he gave me a cd and this was like the first song on it and i have this memory of like riding fucking rollerblades listening to this fucking song <laughs> on like with like a walkman <laughs> Like, how lame does that sound? It sounds funny. It's like how much more gear you had to have back then to I be know, fun. Now, I know. Now you just plug your iPhone into your neck. and Now you need a dongle. <laughs> uh, it was later, the song was later put on the band's second studio album entitled Infest, which is so funny. Like Papa Roach, Infest. Infest, yeah. Also, Papa Roach, weird band name. I know. Weird that they like kept coming back, too. I know. Like, you know, this song is kind of popular right now. There's like a... Uh, EDM remix that's like successful on TikTok. Mm. I, I just I, I looked. I just found like it research. A, yeah, I don't know, research. I it's really interesting. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like the first thirty to forty-five seconds of the song is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great song still. Like, yeah. I, I, I when I put it on when I was running, I was like, oh damn, like this is getting me places. Like maybe yeah. it maybe if I listened to the whole thing like with my eyes closed, I'd be like, that whisper part's funny. The whisper part's weird. <laughs> it was a time. There was a time. Yeah. <laughs> but I think people can relate to this song today. You know? Yeah. I think people can do it. So I, people are very depressed. Exactly. And I think that really helps. <laughs> Last resort reached number fifty-seven on the U.S. Hot. 100 and top the modern rock chart for seven weeks. All right. It was also a top 10 hit in Austria, Germany, the UK, and Portugal, baby. Portugalo. There we go. Through the bang. Uh, Papa, <laughs> Pai, do. I don't know how What's to say cockroach. I yeah. wish I knew at some point. That, that's, a, that's a hard vocab word, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, so, the song was written by band members Jacoby Shadix <laughs> and Toby Esperance. Love it. And was produced by new metal sensei Jay Baumgartner, who I know we've done some episodes yeah, of them. Yeah, name I can't, sounds familiar. I can't remember. The band was heavily influenced by the Fugees and the Wu-Tang Clan. Initially, oh. the song was written on the piano but eventually transferred to the guitar. According to songwriter Tobin Esperance, quote, we were sampling classical music behind simple pocket grooves. I was playing something on piano and Jacoby came in and started scatting over it. We did our typical mixing of a funky kind of hip hop groove with a punk rock chorus and the song just came together like that. Jacoby said, that's a cool riff. Keep playing that noodle. We call it a noodle. We did it over and over again, <laughs> and Jacoby put his lyrics to it, and the song just morphed into what it is now. No one ever thought it was going to be a huge, huge hit, but I guess you never expect anything, really, when you're first starting out. Yeah. So kind of funny. I can like see that ha- that I whole thing happening. Yeah. Like, dude, like playing this little riff on a piano, and it does. Uh, like, it when, does have like a piano feel to it. It has like a piano, like a person who doesn't know how to play piano. You know what I mean? Like, and, and him being like so deep. Like, I can see them just like roasting a, a joint as like fifteen year olds and right. him playing that, and everyone's like, you know, fucking Toby Esperance, that dude rips the piano. <laughs> Like he's classically trained. White keys only. What do you do you think do you hear the hip hop influence in the song? I kinda do once they said it. I didn't really I mean, I guess obviously they're rapping. But yeah, I mean obviously the rapping. Yeah. Um you know, I, I mean, I the, when I think when I listen when I was listening to the song, I don't feel that way. You know? I mm-hmm. to me and maybe it's because like this era is so stamped in our lives as being like this style of rock music yeah. i just consider it this style of rock yeah music, same, same you know? here i i hear it though it's like it kind of has like elements of like the def jam sound mm-hmm. like i guess like any kind of like cut time backbeat right sounds like hip-hop and he's kind of rapping it's it's so weird because like i guess this is a, a we can we can just jump off here like what do you think what is rapping oh. <laughs> and what is just 
singing rhythmically without a lot of pitches. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't fucking know. It's <laughs> yeah, a good question. It's a really I'll good tell question. you who I'll tell you who doesn't know is that dude Ben Shapiro doesn't know. No, no, no. Did you see that video of him? <laughs> he's got a like, new one. And well, no, it's it's an old one that people always bring it up. It's where it's like he's he's describing why hip hop isn't music. Oh yeah, yeah. But he kind of explains why it is music while trying to explain why it's not. <laughs> ben Shapiro, an embarrassment to Jews everywhere. I'm so, so disappointed with you, dude. Dude, I, I he's, he's such a weird. He's dude. funny. He's, he's funny, funny, but he, he talks really fast. Yeah, but he definitely got the whole hip hop is not music thing fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is me. It's like, of course, like rapping is a form of vocal delivery. Yeah, but like, at what point is like. You know, the dude from Bare Naked Ladies, right? That song One Week. Yeah. Is that rapping? I guess there's a little bit more pitch going on. Right. But then, like, is is like a young thug track. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because there's a lot of pitch going on. Exactly. So, like, it is kind of like, I don't really know the difference. Um, so well, who cares, really? Is the, yeah, like, <laughs> is the honest difference. I was explaining that to to Julia the other day, just like because she was like, "What's a chord?" and I tried to explain it. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, what about this?" I was like, "Maybe." And it's like, "What is a chord? Does related to like one instrument, or can two non chord instruments play a chord together?" And I was like, "I was like, yeah, Julia. It's like this is just how we talk about." music which which we can't really express with language so we do our best but at the end of the day like who cares yeah rapping versus singing or it's got a good vibe yeah it's like do you like it yeah (laughs) you like it yeah (laughs) this song is about suicide uh of course oh nice yeah there's a little transition there yeah songwriter tobin esperant said about the song quote originally the song was about a friend of ours that we grew up with and he was just going through a rough time in his life and there was a suicide element to it just like growing up in the struggles of life and questioning whether or not you want to keep going on and i think a lot of people connected with that for the kids that had gone through these kinds of feelings these kinds of emotions the lyrics really helped connect with that song i think that's kind of true like it seems like kind of a silly thing to write a song about yeah um especially at this time because i feel like suicide was like a really big part of popular culture in, yeah. in music, like probably because Kurt Cobain and, yeah, yeah. and that whole era. And I, th- I feel like it, it didn't really leave. Like dudes say committing suicide, like in these groups. Yeah, just, yeah. It, it's happened to a couple of yeah, like rappers. It happened to the guy, what was it the Soundgarden yeah, guy? Yeah, I so mean, it's like, it is still like a reoccurring so, thing. So like, I think it's, I wonder if there's a connection with it in this type of music, but I do think like in reality, like, regular life is like what causes people to commit suicide right. and not like these songs. But that was like a big part of like this song's trajectory is like right. it had to be heavily censored because back then, right. like even mentioning suicide as something you shouldn't do, people thought, oh, like this will give kids like You're the wrong idea. You're still bringing it on. Yeah, which is kind of a weird, we wouldn't talk like that anymore. Yeah, yeah, um, that's weird, yeah. But yeah, it's like, uh, that's probably why this song is, it continues to stay popular because yeah. like the lyrics are good, even though like, there's it's a silly song it is kind of just the suffocation yeah i know the i the um the opening acapella is so great though yeah it's great it's It's great it's like a moment yeah i can't remember like what i was watching an interview one time i think it was john feldman the producer you know that dude Mm -hmm. who did like the used and like some blink 182 Mm -hmm. later on and like um a lot of that stuff and his his thing was like every song needs to have like a distinctive intro right or else like it has no shot and it's right. like this one's intro is oh yeah it's, is it's right in you're there. right there yeah, yeah. <laughs> the riff is pretty identical to 
a ton of Iron Maiden riffs. Yeah. Like there's like a song called Genghis Khan by Iron Maiden, which has like 14 killer riffs in it. And it's like this one. So this okay. is like definitely a lot of but, them. And it's like, I was going to ask you like quick musical question about yeah. that. All these riffs are like built around the six, five, four mm-hmm. chord progression. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think it is about that chord progression that is just like sick for epic riffage? People love things that like move in sequence, in like e- in so, even sequence. Yeah, like six five four is amazing. But um, also think about like all along the watchtower. Yeah, another like sequence of going. Where does it go? It goes A G F. Yeah, yeah. Which it's is- like we just love that movement of like moving down in like whole w- steps or half steps. We we love that motion. I wonder why we like crave consistency even in our like chord movements yeah it's pretty interesting yeah thing. i mean i love six five four and then the one in the this a mine and all on the watchtower it's a mine yeah, so yeah. it's going one flat seven flat six. Oh, cool which is another like amazing like i love that and then you can go to the five mm-hmm. it's like it's it's amazing yeah what i thought was cool about this one is like it never really hits the tonic it's one of those songs uh, which is always really a cool vibe i mean that. i guess like a minor six is Kind of the tonic. Uh, a tonic of yeah. some kind. Yeah, some, some nice musical talk. I wonder if the Jacoby Shaddix is, thinks about it like this way. He's like, oh, yeah. This Play that noodle. Play, we call it a noodle. <laughs> I love that he had, to, he had to reference that. I know. <laughs> so, like, a couple, just like a couple mixing questions. These guitars are fucking huge. They're fucking like, awesome. How do you do it? How do you How do you pan them so that they're that wide, but they still sound like real? I think what they did a really good job with when I, when I was listening down is blending the bass with the guitars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like when that bass is hitting that those same hits that didn't, mm-hmm. didn't. I'm like, man, the bass sounds really well blended with the guitars. But still, like you can distinctively hear the bass. But I think the bass actually plays a huge part in the guitar sound. Yeah. Because the bass is like, it's it's fat and big, but it also has a nice mid-range growl to it that just blends with the guitars. I think that makes... A big difference. Yeah, I really like the drum sounds too. Like, mm-hmm. and and a lot of the songs we're going to cover on season four. Like, I I have this general question: the drums like sound heavy, right? But they're the the cymbals are like kind of bright mm-hmm. to some degree, and I don't really know how to do that. Yeah, it's definitely something. It's like dark, but they they poke out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I it's going to be interesting listening to more songs. I'm as we listen to more and more songs, I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah. Because I'd have to like listen to it again to kind of see what's kind of going on. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're like sprinkly. Yeah, they're sprinkly, yeah. Like we'll listen to Youth of the Nation by yeah. P.O.D. Mm-hmm. And like there's triangle on <laughs> on the track. And it's just like, how do you make a triangle sound dark? That's really cool. Did you ever um, work with any drummers who did that shit where they would like bury their cymbals? To like get the to get the sound to be like darker. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like there's there's two guys. There's the guy that like doesn't want to hear the symbols and the guy that wants the symbols really fucking loud. Really? Yeah, like yeah. Two different guys. You it's know? like I like when symbols have a good attack, but I don't like them to hang around for too long. I know. Yeah. I really love like our boy Josh Birmingham drummer. His symbols to me were yeah. always amazing. Those K series dark symbols. Yeah, yeah. Sounded so. I bet he was heavily good. influenced by Papa Roach. The song. Definitely. Yeah. It's probably, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the last two things I want to talk about is: Do you remember the the Donald Trump, Papa Roach Twitter saga? No. Oh yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah. I've got it pulled up. Trump tweets: No collusion, no obstruction, total exoneration, <laughs> Democratic witch hunt, and then Papa Roach comes in with "Cut my life into pieces." I do remember that. that <laughs> I think that right there, that <laughs> PR stunt. 
but them, immediately yeah they're back they're, they're baby. back well because it's are so back. funny it's like too too good it's like whenever anybody's just shouting something i'm like yeah cut my life yeah, exactly pieces. exactly <laughs> that fucking nails it and then yeah we're gonna try we're gonna try uh a new something new for this final segment what i'm doing is uh the best youtube comment Nice. On, on this video nice. so best, yeah. best YouTube comment on this song So the video for this was the clean version And Adam Posiata Writes quote This clean version of the song is like having COVID-19 Without any symptoms <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much y'all for listening to this podcast Please rate and review our show And help spread the word virtually or in real life We've Got a playlist on Spotify And we're on Instagram and Patreon I'll put a link to those in the show notes Season four, we're really excited about it. Best of 2000s rock are our favorite. We love making these episodes and we love getting feedback. So please hit us up about songs you might want us to do episodes about. Thanks so much for listening to this.